0: Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocks big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book, The Checklist Manifesto, How to Get Things Right. The author of this book, Atul Gawanda, is an old friend of ours. We have unlocked three of his books, Complications, Better, and Being Mortal. Gowanda may be the most distinguished writer among doctors. As a staff writer for the prestigious magazine The New Yorker, his articles have not only influenced Barack Obama but have been praised by financial magnates Warren Buffett and Charles Munger. His checklist manifesto was inspired by his experience practicing medicine. He found that modern medicine had become fiendishly complex. Sometimes saving a patient's life requires dozens of healthcare staff to perform thousands of treatment steps correctly with any misstep being potentially fatal. Gowanda describes a medical accident caused by a doctor's negligence in the book. A patient needed tumor removal surgery for stomach cancer. During the operation, his heart suddenly stopped beating. What happened? The doctor first examined the patient's abdomen to see if there was massive blood loss but did not find any signs of bleeding. Then another idea occurred to this doctor, lack of oxygen. He tried maximizing the oxygen supply and checked the patient's airway but found no problem. The medical team also suspected a pneumothorax and made a careful examination with a stethoscope, which revealed good air movement on both sides of the lungs. They also troubleshot other possible problems but found nothing. Time passed and the patient was still dying. A doctor coming to help asked the anesthesiologist if he had done anything different prior to the cardiac arrest. At his inquiry, the anesthesiologist recalled that he had administered a dose of potassium chloride to the patient during the surgery due to his low blood potassium level. That was the problem. Low blood potassium levels can cause the heart to stop but excess potassium in the blood is equally dangerous and can also lead to cardiac arrest. The doctor checked the potassium solution bag and found that the concentration of the solution given to the patient was 100 times higher than intended, a lethal dose. Upon finding the cause, the medical staff immediately performed resuscitation and saved the patient's life. With so many experienced medical professionals working together on one surgery, how could they still make such an entirely avoidable mistake? Gowanda attributes this to the complex problems and workflows that modern healthcare faces. As people cope with tremendous pressure, it becomes easier to fall into ineptitude. They make mistakes caused by incorrect knowledge application. Aside from the healthcare industry, other sectors, including construction, aviation, and finance, have seen a great deal of ineptitude. But Gowanda finds that, while the aviation and construction industries have done a good job of reducing the probability of ineptitude, the healthcare sector has suffered from repeating the same old mistakes. How did the aviation and construction industries do it? One of the secrets was the use of checklists. Despite looking unspectacular, a checklist improves efficiency it's simple and easy to follow. It can coordinate the pace of team members and exploit collective industry experience to keep accident rates in these sectors ultra-low. Gowanda is trying to apply the experience of checklist usage in both of these industries to the healthcare sector and promote its use in more industries. Next, we will learn about the major points of this book in two parts. Part 1 – A checklist is a good way of dealing with ineptitude. Part 2 – Core Approaches to Making a Checklist Work How can a seemingly simple checklist deal with ineptitude? Because the checklist turns autonomy into heteronomy. Autonomy means people have the ability to make their own decisions. However, people's autonomy is unreliable because people are naturally flawed. Firstly, a human's capacity for memory and attention is limited. When it comes to a stressful and complex environment, Where people need to handle several different tasks simultaneously, it can be difficult to notice and remember everything. This poses potential dangers. The patient in our earlier example had suffered a cardiac arrest. His life was in danger on the operating table, placing enormous time pressure on the doctors. Therefore, they forgot to check the concentration of potassium chloride administered to the patient right from the start, delaying the search for the cause of his rapid deterioration. Secondly, large volumes of tasks can lead to carelessness. People may overlook some basic but critical steps. The book offers an example to illustrate this point. On Halloween night, a hospital received a patient with a stab wound to his belly. At first, he was stable and did not show much pain. The medical staff did not think his wounds that serious since they believed the internal organs were not injured. Stitching up the wound was all it took to treat the patient. But soon, the situation took a sharp turn for the worse. The patient's heart rate had skyrocketed. His eyes were rolling back in his head. He didn't respond when a nurse shook him. The nurse immediately sounded the emergency alarm, and the patient was taken to the operating room. The moment the doctor opened the patient's abdominal cavity, a large amount of blood gushed out. It was then that the doctor realized they weren't dealing with a typical stab wound. The knife had penetrated more than 12 inches into his body and reached the aorta on the left side of the spine. Why didn't the doctor notice that the patient was so badly injured in the first place? It was because the team checked the patient's condition without asking the emergency medical technicians what weapon had contributed to the wound. The patient was stabbed with a bayonet. The doctors were not expecting anyone in San Francisco to stab someone with a bayonet. Therefore, they were not expecting the wound to be that deep. Questioning is a very basic but critical step that physicians often overlook. Even respected experts cannot promise they won't make these same mistakes. As they have a great wealth of experience in their professions, they are more likely than ordinary people to be careless and trip up in unexpected places. Gawanda believes that heteronomy is the key to systematically resolving instances of ineptitude. The opposite of autonomy, it refers to actions that are influenced by a force outside the individual. Heteronomy helps us overcome human shortcomings and reduce ineptitude in team situations by utilizing external tools, e.g. various kinds of checklists. Next, let's take a look at how the aviation industry uses checklists to overcome human shortcomings. Checklists, also known as flight checklists in the aviation industry, were inspired by an air crash. In 1935, a tragedy occurred when the U.S. military was evaluating Model 299, Boeing's new long-range bomber. As soon as it took off, it tilted to one side and abruptly crashed. Investigations revealed that the accident was caused by human error due to the complexity of operating the aircraft. The pilot had to unlock a set of control surface mechanisms during takeoff. However, he was so busy with tedious operations that he forgot the critical step of releasing the locking mechanism on the elevator and rudder controls. This caused the plane to quickly lose control and crash. This was a tragic case in which ineptitude led to grave repercussions. So, how to prevent forgetting and avoid ineptitude? Some experts got together to solve this problem. They found that the complexity of new aircraft maneuvering had increased so much that pilots could no longer rely on their memory and flying skills to operate the aircraft accurately at each stage. Instead of pointlessly mandating more training for pilots, it was better to rethink operating procedures and regulations. Authorities decided on using a list of the most important inspection items to ensure that critical steps during the aircraft's takeoff, flight, landing and taxiing were checked one by one. In this way, accidents such as forgetting to unlock elevator and rudder controls would be largely avoided. Checklists remind operators of necessary steps that may be easy to forget. In this way, checklists can reduce mistakes caused by human error. Next, let's take a look at communication checklists and see how the construction industry resolves teamwork problems. Master builders, as those who built Notre Dame, St. Peter's Basilica, and the United States Capitol building used to design both the exterior and internal structure of the buildings while overseeing the entire construction process. In short, they kept everything under control. But by the middle of the 20th century, master builders had vanished from history. Today's construction industry has entered the era of division of labor. Different people are in charge of different aspects, including architectural design, engineering design, and construction, and various sub industries will further fragment into their respective aspects. Without master builders to thread the needle, how can these sub industries coordinate and work together to finish a complicated building? It is important to remember that people cannot make serious mistakes in coordination, or the building will either not be completed or be built with safety hazards. But amazingly, it turns out that the United States experiences an average of just 20 serious building failures per year. That's an annual avoidable failure rate of less than 0.00002%. How does the construction industry achieve such an ultra-low accident rate? One reason is that the construction sector invented the communication checklist. A flight checklist mainly solves the problem of ineptitude with regard to individuals, while a communication checklist primarily addresses the problem of ineptitude with regard to teamwork. The list is not a construction task but a communication task, which indicates which day and where the discussion about a particular process has taken place, thus ensuring that all people involved in an important matter are informed and involved in the discussion. For example, contractors, installers and elevator engineers have until the end of the month to evaluate elevator cars traveling from the 1st to the 10th floor. They also need to communicate with fireproofers by the 25th. When Gowanda visited a construction site, he spotted a tilted floor slab, but a communication checklist had already noted this problem. One of the items on the checklist was a request for the structural engineer, consultant and owner to discuss the standing water caused by the lateral tilt, and a tick had been placed on this item indicating that this communication task had been completed. As for the problem of lateral tilt, after communicating and discussing among all parties, it was agreed that it would be automatically solved by the difference in the settling velocity of internal and external structures during the construction. In this way, a communication checklist systematically compels everyone to face a complicated problem and solve it through consultation and discussion. The structural engineer who showed Gowanda around the building said, the major advance in the science of construction over the last few decades has been the perfection of tracking and communication. In the face of uncertainties, construction experts no longer rely on the wisdom of any one person. On the contrary, they believe in collective strength and the power of communication. One tool that allows for collaborative work and smooth communication is the communication checklist. Gawanda found himself in the master builder era of the medical industry, so to speak, where every department had a master physician who either worked alone or led a group of followers to serve patients. The healthcare sector still has a long way to go, compared with the low accident rate in the construction industry. Every year, 150,000 people in the United States fail to survive the operating table. And at least half of the fatal cases and serious complications could have been avoided. How could the healthcare industry learn from the examples of the aviation and construction industries? Could other industries also improve service quality and safety through checklists? The answer is yes. Regardless of the industry, a key step in applying a checklist is to choose the right one, based on the nature and complexity of the problem to be resolved. All problems can be classified into three categories. The simple, the complicated, and the complex. Simple problems have a clear solution, such as baking a cake according to a recipe. This sort of problem often appears repeatedly and can be easily solved once one has mastered the relevant techniques. For example, once one learns to bake a cake, one can reproduce a cake of the same quality without much trouble. Complicated problems can only be fixed by a team of people with different skills, think piloting a flight or launching a satellite into orbit. Accomplishing these sorts of tasks requires very high levels of science and technology and perfect teamwork. However, these problems still have a great deal of certainty despite their complexity. Success may be sustained through simple repetitions. For example, a production line, once successfully established, can manufacture a product consistently, a nation can launch its rockets multiple times with a great success rate after the first launch. And for genuinely complex problems, uncertainty is the most noteworthy feature. Even if you succeed once, success is not necessarily guaranteed the next time. Issues such as raising a good child, starting a successful company, or completing a surgical operation are complex problems. Simple problems are easier to deal with. Handling complex problems, however, requires checklists. Due to their elaborate procedures and a high level of technicality, complicated problems are often beyond the scope of sustained personal attention. People tend to forget important steps when dealing with such problems, resulting in grave consequences. A financial investor, Gowanda, calls him cook, also preferred to use checklists to avoid making rookie mistakes in his investment decisions. One of the items from his checklists was to carefully read important equity changes disclosed by the company and troubleshoot the statement of key management risks. Cook said he might find nothing 49 times out of 50, but he could avoid great losses by detecting a problem just once. These complicated tasks require checklists to ensure that you follow the correct procedure and avoid unnecessary errors. As for complex problems, we need a variety of checklists. Checklists are used to ensure that all important aspects and steps are noted. They primarily deal with ineptitude due to personal shortcomings. Communication checklists, on the other hand, are used to ensure that collective knowledge is fully utilized. They primarily deal with unpredictable and uncertain issues, as well as possible ineptitude in teamwork. This concludes the first part of this bookie. In summary, we mentioned that the limitations of autonomy lead to many incidents caused by ineptitude, and reducing such errors requires heteronomy, which can be realized by tools such as a checklist. The aviation industry uses checklists to overcome ineptitude caused by human shortcomings, while the construction industry uses communication lists to eliminate ineptitude that may occur in teamwork. All other industries can adopt appropriate checklists based on the complexity of the problem to reduce ineptitude. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for Buki at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.